Welcome to Tavern Talk. Hey there, guys. This is Corian Zillison, son of Duke Penlod Zillison, who plays Reed in real life. And I am here with a solo Tavern Talk. I figured since Matt did a solo one, I probably could as well to help us get through this slow period where we don't have as many episodes for you guys. So I'm stepping up to the plate and delivering today the topic of EXP and progression in role-playing games in general. I'm going to be going off of D&D 3.5 because it has a very interesting uh, pattern with the EXP chart that you probably don't know, or perhaps you might have an idea about it because I probably mentioned it at some point on the podcast. But <laughs> regardless, we will go into detail today. And obviously, because this is a solo cast, I will not be having much of a discussion with myself. So this is going to be fairly straightforward, and I will offer just my general opinions. Before I jump into this, I'm going to really quick reiterate, this is 3.5 that I'm talking about. This is not Pathfinder, it's not 5th edition. We played a ton of 3.5 and 3rd edition, so that is what I'm most familiar with. And furthermore, the really interesting things that I want to talk about with EXP and progression really come to the fore with this. So that is why I'm going with 3.5 rather than Pathfinder or 5th edition to talk about this subject because it really does bring up the point and gives a very clear example as to what I'm going to be saying. With all that out of the way, let's talk specifics. So, as you probably know off the top of your head, if you played a ton of 3.5, the EXP chart is in the DMG on page 38, I believe, and I probably should have double-checked that, but I trust my memory pretty well. So, page 38, I believe, is the EXP chart, and I think page 42 is the encounter level chart. So, looking at the EXP chart, you should recognize this as that big monstrosity that you had to cross-check every single time you had an encounter, and it's big and obnoxious, and... Frankly, it is a bunch of fluff. It actually does not mean nearly as much as it looks, and it's not actually that important. This chart actually, as it turns out, can be boiled down to level 8. With the exception of levels 1 through 4, where the XP is a little different just because they want to increase the EXP gain early on to get you level more quickly because lower level combat tends to be a bit more finicky. It tends to be a little... I rolled poorly and therefore I'm instantly dead. So they try to get you past that early on and that's why the you'll see right on the XP chart levels 1 through 3 are grouped together if I remember correctly and then level 4 is where it really starts. But regardless, starting at level 5 we start seeing this pattern emerge and by level 8 we have the entirety of the pattern and that is is that you will have a certain amount of EXP per your level for an encounter equal to your level. And then every single other number on that line, regardless on what level, again, except for the earlier levels you are on, will be simply a multiplier of that number. So, for example, if you're fighting something one level higher than you, it is one and a half times the XP. Two levels is two times. Three levels is three times. And then it goes four, six, eight, twelve, up to the maximum EXP that you can get beyond things that you're not supposed to actually be fighting and can kill with a bag of holding and a portable hole. You know, aside from cheesing those things, you're not supposed to be fighting things that much higher than yourself. And then as we step down the ladder, as we fight things weaker and weaker, it goes two thirds, one half, one third, one fourth, a sixth, an eighth, and a twelfth. And again, just like on the opposite end, you're not supposed to be fighting anything lower level than that. You're not going to get any XP for it. So that is basically all the XP is as we're leveling up. It's the same exact line, and it's just adjusted per 
the amount of EXP that you're supposed to get per level. So you may be saying to yourself at this point, well, okay, but I still need the chart because I need different amounts of EXP each level. Each level I need, you know, 1,000 to progress to second level, 3,000 to progress to third level, and that pattern in case, I think this is a pattern actually that's very simple and most people pick up on, but it's a thousand times your level is the amount more EXP you need to progress. So to get to second level, that is one level one times 1000, that's a thousand. To get to third level, that's level two because you're on level two times a thousand. And then you just add that onto the 1000 you already have to get your 3000. And that's a very simple pattern, nothing really inspiring there. So regardless, the point being that your EXP changes from level to level and therefore you may still need the chart. Except for as it turns out, you don't actually need the chart and you don't even need your 1000, 3000, 5000 or 6000 rather. You don't even need that progression of EXP because the chart, the EXP chart actually boils down to three and one third times your uh, required EXP for an equivalent level. So to give you a bit more concrete explanation of that, because that may have just been a bunch of word salad that you don't really understand. Let's look at level 10. Level 10, you get 3000 EXP per encounter of your equivalent level. Okay, that's a nice round number. Where does that come from? How did Wizards of the Coast come up with 3000 EXP? Well, as it turns out, if you multiply 3000 XP times three and one third, so you're fighting three encounters of your level and then one third of another encounter of your level, or, you know, obviously we can see again, going back to that previous analysis of the XP chart, that fighting something four levels under your, or three levels under yourself, sorry, gives you one third the XP. So if you fight three encounters of your level and one encounter that is three levels below your level, as it turns out, that's enough to level up, and that happens every single level. Every single level, you need to fight three encounters of your level and one encounter that is three levels lower, or obviously the equivalent based on, you know, exactly what your DM's going to throw at you. So, just to sum up all that and to reiterate my point, this is all more or less an illusion of progression. Now, the progression in and of itself, the level of your character getting more powerful, fighting, you know, goblins, then orcs, then kobolds, then bugbears, etc. That stuff's all real. But the EXP gain, the idea that you're getting, oh man, 3000 EXP for this encounter, as opposed to the 300 EXP I was getting at first level, that's actually not really the case. It's actually still 100% proportionate to what you were doing at first level. In which case, honestly, you could literally take eighth level, and just copy the stacks on, or 8th level or any level after that, and just copy the stats over and over and over again, and re-level to that level multiple times. So, again, if we take 10th level, because that has even numbers, like very easy to remember even numbers, I could just record my EXP, get up to the 10,000 EXP that I require to level up, and then reset my EXP to zero, and start leveling again using the same exact line on the chart. You just using the level 10 line and literally nothing would change. Literally, if I fought a level 11 monster at this point, I would get the same exact EXP and it would be 100% proportional. So 
that's one of those really interesting things. That's one of those, well, do the bigger numbers make me feel better about my character? Do I feel better about getting 10,000 EXP instead of 1,000 EXP? That may be the case, and that certainly is something to consider, but... And I will really quick pause and before I dive into that and just put it out there that this is now diving into my personal opinions. This is not fact at this point, but I am now going to start giving my opinion on the matter. And my opinion is that the inclusion of EXP is not necessary. The players want to generally progress on their characters. They want to see their characters, one, overcoming more powerful and more difficult obstacles, and two, see their characters become themselves more powerful. So that's really all the characters are looking for generally. It, the amount of EXP in and of itself is kind of a pointless inclusion. What the inclusion of the EXP does is it basically just puts a check in place for the DM. It says, look players, your DM should be giving you this much EXP for you achieving these things to guarantee that you are progressing. And honestly, while certain checks and balances I am all for, and I do like the idea of having rules so that everybody's cool, so that there are no arguments over, well, you played this differently the last time we did it and I don't understand your justifications for saying that I passed last time but didn't pass this time. I enjoy rules for those reasons but when it comes to progression I do not think that those rules are necessary and furthermore as I have mentioned I am positive in other tavern talks the inclusion of EXP can lead to some devastating effects when designing a campaign. It actually introduces problems because your players may not fight certain monsters they may avoid certain encounters they might not go down to a hallway that you were expecting them to get exp from traps for and all of a sudden you could end up in this situation whether under leveled or as i've said before the opposite could happen where they may have extra random encounters they may say hey look we might run into something could you roll it or you might decide to roll it and it may turn out that you may roll three 100s in a row and all of a sudden the characters are two levels higher by the time they reach the dungeon than you were anticipating. So the inclusion of EXP actually is a hindrance to playing the game or at least to the DM DMing it, the DM managing the game. At the very least, it is a hindrance there. It can also be a hindrance to the players because then they can get a little nitpicky about, well, I was supposed to get EXP for this. So my personal opinions is that fact of the matter is is that exp is not really necessary and 3.5 kind of illustrated that players were plenty happy thinking that they were progressing you know thinking that they were getting more and more exp when they actually weren't they were actually being given the same amount of exp over and over and over again and therefore at that point because the exp actually as it turns out doesn't matter we should be considering perhaps moving away from exp and just more to the point obviously we have never mentioned or we maybe have rarely mentioned at any rate on the podcast how much exp an encounter is worth generally speaking when we're playing on the podcast and when we're playing off the podcast 99 percent of the time i played role-playing games we have never as players and I as DM have never offered the information of how much EXP an encounter was worth. 
Generally, that is something at the end of the session that happens or whenever the DM feels like telling you that, okay, you hit the XP mark. For example, when we're playing Pumpkin Spice, I haven't actually, and I'm admitting this now and I'm sure I'm supposed to be keeping track of my XP, but don't tell anybody I haven't actually been keeping track of my XP. I just level up when everybody else levels up. I'm happy with that. If we don't level up during the course of an entire story arc, I don't have so much of a problem with that because the story arc is more important to me than most other things. That being said, I do like leveling up because, again, the progression, the ability to all of a sudden start throwing fireballs is nice to have and that is fulfilling. However, the actual gaining, the actual math and bookkeeping of EXP, it seems pretty pointless to me. If the DM wants me to level up once a session, fine, I'll level up once a session. If the DM wants me to level up once every five sessions, well, that's his call. I'm expecting the dungeons and the campaign to be designed in such a way to complement that. So I think that more or less covers everything I would like to say and gives you all the information that I had available to myself. Again, obviously, Pathfinder changed quite a bit. They gave EXP to specific monsters, and 5th edition, I believe, followed that up as well. It, the XP is now tagged onto the monster in 5th edition, I believe, as well. So they changed how that worked a little bit, and that is probably, I'm going to assume, a reaction to that massive chart on in the DMG on page 38, which, again, is kind of an incidental side effect because the chart actually didn't mean anything. And it could be, had they not done that, had they not done the massive chart that you're like, oh, gosh, I got to look up EXP on this thing again. Had they not put that in the book and just said, look, this is how you decide. Here's a quick little um, method for, for example, they could have just said, hey, whatever the character's levels are, if you make an encounter of this, start adding up fractions say okay this is one third of level one fifth of level and then when they hit one over one level them up you know exp could have been handled like that by the dm without introducing the idea of actual video game rpg xp so with all that said i do believe i am now officially out of things to say so as always thank you for listening to the podcast thank you for your comments thank you for your ratings on itunes and stitcher and etc all the other podcast catchers and as always if you have a topic that you want us to talk about then do feel free to write in and let us know and we will arrange something we'll arrange a talk about that otherwise Obviously, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter if you are not doing so already. And just as a little primer for my next Tavern Talk that I'm looking to talk about, I really do, and I mentioned this, I believe, on the Halloween special, that I want to do a Tavern Talk on Building Monsters because Building Monsters is really fun, and it's something I started doing in 3.5. Obviously, I played a ton of that, and I'll save the rest of those stories for then, but that's something you can look forward to next time. Thank you again for listening and have a great and wonderful day, afternoon or evening, wherever you are in the world. And I will catch you next time.